The deep state has made tens of millions of Americans into functional illiterates. Uh, many of the ones who can even read a little bit are still reading disabled and reading handicapped. They did it on purpose and stay tuned because I'm gonna teach you how they did it and how you can protect your own children from it. Early on in American history, we were the most literate people anywhere on the planet bar none by far. Uh, John Adams, he actually wrote in a letter to his friend that a Native of America who cannot read or write is as rare as a comet or an earthquake. Uh, Thomas Jefferson used to brag that American farmers were the only ones in the world who read Homer. Uh, think about the Federalist Papers, these, do these documents that were written for the average American man, right? Debating the merits and demerits of the Constitution. I mean, these are written very eloquently, uh, political concepts that go way over people's heads today. And again, these were written for average people, for shopkeepers and for butchers and for for, uh, you know, blacksmiths and regular Americans. So we have a lot of data on uh, on literacy in early America. Uh, a study called Literacy in Colonial New England by a scholar at the University of Montana, Kenneth Lockridge, found that almost that 90 percent of people up in uh, New England could read between 1787 and 1795, almost 100 percent in places like Boston. Uh, by the early 1800s, according to a study by Joel Perlman of Bard College and Boston College's Dennis Shirley, uh, they found that we had almost universal literacy among women as well. Okay. Uh, a study by uh, DuPont de Nemours in 1812 called National Education in the United States of America said most Americans, most young Americans, therefore, can read, write, and cipher not more than four in a thousand or unable to write legibly, even neatly. And um, they did this all amazingly to, uh, to a lot of people using no government schools at all. Uh, in fact, they used very simple tools, things like this right here. Right? I've got a copy right here of the original blueback speller. Okay, this was uh, an amazing, amazing little reading primer that uh, you should read it by uh, Noah Webster, one of the greatest Americans of all time. And as you read it, you'll see you've got a lot of wonderful morality and, and Bible-based uh, instruction as well. Uh, then the other one was, of course, the New England Primer, right? Uh, another incredible tool that was used by early Americans. And here you see it's also filled with biblical stuff. Noah did view the old world and new. Young Obadiahs, right? Uh, so you've got all this amazing stuff. Even the very first one, just amazing, right? Uh, in Adam's fall, we sinned all. Uh, and this is how early Americans learned how to read. And you could buy this at the general store for, you know, a nickel. And yet somehow millions of Americans learned to read that way. Today, uh, the situation is not going so well. Uh, we've got a lot of data on literacy today, and it is atrocious. Uh, and so I'll get to that in a moment. But how did we get so literate in America? Well, it really was very simple. Um, the early Americans believed very, very strongly that we all had to read so that we could read our Bibles. Uh, the very first Education Act ever passed uh, in North America, this was back when we were still British, it was in 1647, the Massachusetts Bay Colony, called the Old Deluder Satan Act. And what they said was that one of the chief projects of Satan, that old deceiver, that old deluder, was to keep men from knowledge of the scriptures. And remember, they were, you know, they were fleeing from persecution in Europe, they weren't allowed to the Bible, uh, all kinds of crazy stuff going on. And so they were really passionate about reading. And they said, every town has got to make sure that the children can read. You know, if you need to hire a teacher and uh, that teacher can uh, can teach the children uh, how to read if the child is not reading at home. Now, of course, most uh, early Americans were taught to read at home by their parents, by their older siblings, by, uh, by you know, um, grandmas and grandpas and aunts and uncles. 
Uh, then something incredible happened. We had a guy called Horace Mann, and we've talked about him in this series uh, quite extensively. He was a socialist. He was a humanist. He wanted to get the Bible out of the schools. He wanted the government to take over education based on the Prussian model that also was developed by totalitarians. And uh, one of the worst innovations he brought into the system was something called the whole word method of teaching reading. Uh, now, essentially, what the whole word method involves is teaching children to look at entire words as if the words themselves were uh, the symbol rather than a series of symbols. So we, we of course, have a phonetic writing system, a phonetic uh, alphabet where each letter represents one or more sounds. And so if you want to teach somebody to spell cat, you teach them that a C makes a K sound and an A makes a uh sound and a T makes a T sound. And when you combine them all together, you blend them all, it spells cat. Well, uh, there was a reverend, uh, a very good reverend. His name was Reverend Golodet, who was running a, an asylum for deaf and dumb children. That's what they used to call him back then, deaf and dumb children uh, in Hartford, Connecticut. And um, he figured, hey, you know, we can't teach the sounds to deaf children because deaf children can't hear. So why don't we get them to memorize whole words? So he actually produced a, a reading primer based on this idea. And it was very effective when it came to teaching deaf children to read. I mean, certainly, you know, they couldn't read at a level that non-deaf children could read, but if they were really smart, they might be able to memorize hundreds, maybe even thousands of, of, of words. And that meant that they could decipher, you know, at least basically what was written on a page, at least the words that they had memorized. And um, Horace Mann theorized that uh, maybe this method would work on non-deaf children as well. Well, it turns out it was an absolute and total disaster like you can't imagine. Um, it only took a few years for the 31 Boston schoolmasters to come together and totally debunk this. They put together uh, an essay and they said, quote, such a change as that proposed by Mr. Mann and others is neither called for nor sustained by sound reasoning. Uh, what they discovered was that this method of teaching reading to children who were not deaf uh, produced what we they would call dyslexia, right? Reading disability, inability to read and a hatred of reading. So we didn't hear about this quackery again for another 50 years until John Dewey came along. Now, if you know anybody who has an education degree, ask about John Dewey. I've got all his books here behind me. He's an absolute lunatic. And so instead of looking to the Prussians for inspiration, he looked to the Soviets. And um, he recognized that he, he actually advocated for dumbing down the children of America. He wrote an essay called The Primary Education Fetish in 1898, where he said, you know, we spent all this time teaching little kids how to read and write and do math. That's not really what they need. What they really need, especially in these younger years, is to be properly socialized. And so let's, you know, skip over the reading stuff. So obviously he knew that people would not be happy about this. Uh, one of his quotes in that essay was, change must come gradually. To force it unduly would compromise its final success by favoring a violent reaction. So he knew parents would freak if they knew what he was up to. So what he did instead was he went to the Rockefellers, you know, those uh, deep state swamp creatures who've been uh, exploiting and, and terrorizing Americans for well over a century now. They gave him three million dollars. And uh, so he went over to the Soviet Union. He loved what they were doing. And he set up an experimental school at the University of Chicago funded by the Rockefellers. And uh, they graduated a whole bunch of kids and they couldn't read and they couldn't write. And so Dewey thought, hey, this will be absolutely perfect. Let's roll it out all across America. Um, and so Dewey later went on to go to teacher's college and combined with his disciples and his colleagues, uh, they created some reading primers resurrecting this whole word quackery that had been debunked all the way back in the 1840s under Horace Mann. So they produced the Dick and Jane readers, right? See, spot, run, run, spot, run, right? To get the kids to memorize whole words rather than understand that we have a phonetic writing system where you need to decipher the sound of the letters and then combine those together. 
So they, they rolled out these reading programs all across America. They didn't really catch on until after World War II uh, because they were so stupid and because they were so expensive. Uh, at the time, you know, we were fighting a war. We didn't have money to, uh, to deal with that sort of, uh, you know, buying new school materials and all that. So uh, what happened was uh, after World War II, all the school districts had all this money and uh, they started buying these new tools that uh, Dewey and his cohorts had put together. Uh, it was a total and complete disaster. One of the books I have, Why Johnny Can't Read. So this came out in 1955 by Rudolf Flesch. And what he figured out was that, quote, the teaching of reading all over the United States in all the schools, in all the textbooks is totally wrong and flies in the face of all logic and common sense. He was exactly right. The reason Johnny couldn't read was because the quacks, including John Dewey and his associates, had been peddling this whole word, look, say, uh, sight method of reading, which of course doesn't work. And we've known since the 1840s it doesn't work. Well, that book inspired another man, uh, Dr. Samuel Blumenfeld, to uh, dedicate 60 years of his life to this. Um, and uh, one of the books Dr. Blumenfeld wrote, it's right here, it's called The New Illiterates. It's uh, and how to help keep your child from becoming one. Phenomenal book by Dr. Blumenfeld. And he actually includes, if you, if you get this book, he includes that entire essay by the Boston Schoolmasters uh, debunking this back in the 1840s. Phenomenal, phenomenal book. Um, and so you can read that. And he explained again, the re he actually broke down the reading programs that were in use at the time, including these that were developed by John Dewey and the Macmillan readers, uh, all his, his colleagues. And uh, he's, he explained why they were resulting in mass illiteracy in the country. That was in the 70s, in 1973. Now this continued, uh, Dr. Seuss actually admitted, I think killing phonics was one of the greatest causes of illiteracy in the country. He was absolutely right. Uh, Rudolf Flesch actually came out with another book, Why Johnny Still Can't Read. So after his first book, it kind of caused a, a big scandal. And uh, you know, a lot of the schools went back to teaching reading the old way, and that was very good. But of course, the education establishment, the deep state, insisted on perpetuating this quackery, knowing full well that it would harm the reading abilities of the American people. Uh, now, we actually have brain scans that have been done by a doctor in France. His name is Dr. Stanislas Dahaene, and uh, he's the director of cognitive neuroimaging at uh, Saclay, France. And uh, he has something called reading in the brain. And what he says is that these, these brain scans actually refute any notion of teaching reading through a whole language or a global whole language method, right? It is absolute quackery. He says, we now know that the whole language approach is inefficient. All children, regardless of socioeconomic backgrounds, benefit from explicit and early teaching of the correspondence between letters and speech sounds. This is a well-established fact corroborated by a great many classroom experiments. Uh, furthermore, it is consistent with our present understanding of how the reader's brain works, okay? So it's not for lack of evidence that they continue using this quackery. Uh, you might not be surprised to learn after all this that Common Core, if you go to the kindergarten standards, they say children must read common high-frequency words by sight. That is ccss.ela slash literacy.rf.k.3.c. So in kindergarten, under Common Core, little children are being ordered to memorize entire words. Their parents are being made complicit, right? They're sending home these flashcards and telling the parents, hey, drill your children with these flashcards. Make sure they've memorized their words. This is doing tremendous damage to the people of the United States. 
And now, of course, UNESCO, they have a, a global guide to teaching reading. It's called the UNESCO Guide to Teaching Reading. And they say children should be able to learn a sight vocabulary in context rather than isolation. So basically, global, all over the world, we need to teach children how to read using this quackery that we've known as quackery since the 1840s. Now, why would the education establishment, why would UNESCO, why would people like John Dewey, a communist and a humanist who wanted to turn America into a socialist, godless country away from a uh, you know Bible-believing Christian? individualistic constitutional republic. Why would they want to do that? Why would they want Americans to be illiterate or reading handicapped? Well, you don't have to be a rocket scientist or even a good reader to figure it out, right? What happens if you can't read? Well, you can't read your Bible. You can't read your constitution. You can't read your history. You can't read the Declaration of Independence. You can't read a science book. What do you do? You turn to your government school teacher and nowadays you turn to uh, the fake media to get your information. And uh, the devastation caused by this is, is impossible to overstate. It is mind-blowing how much damage has been done. Uh, we have now handicapped multiple generations of American children. Uh, this has caused problems beyond what I think any of us can comprehend. Now, uh, this is the kind of stuff that children used to read at school, right? Go get yourself some of the McGuffey readers. I mean, these things are amazing, right? This is what little kids used to read at school. And they got, you know, Bible lessons, they got prayers, they got advanced, they got good literature amazing stuff that these children were reading. Uh, unfortunately, today, if you look at what they're reading, they're reading about uh, Heather has two mommies, right? All kinds of nonsense. And of course, they don't even read it, right? They just guess at the words, they memorize words, they read the pictures, uh, and then they have drag queens come in and read for them. Now, uh, I promised at the beginning that uh, I would help you protect your children from this, and I will. Uh, this is one of many tools that you can use to make sure your children learn how to read properly. It's called Alpha Phonics. It's developed by Dr. Sam Blumenfeld. It's an amazing program. I taught every one of my children who is old enough to read. I taught them how to read using this program. So you start by teaching them basic letter sounds, right? You start with, uh, here's lesson one. You teach them, you know, A, and you teach them, mm, and then you combine them. It's am, right? You do A, and then N, and then N. So very, very simple. And once your child knows how to read properly, all the sight words in the world will just, you know, run off of him like water runs off a duck. So uh, the deep state uh, has been dumbing down our people, has been turning our people into illiterates for a very long time for a very deliberate reason. Uh, I promise some of the uh, illiteracy uh, statistics and uh, I will give them to you. This is uh, based on what the government itself is telling us. So they are turning Americans into illiterates and they're doing it very obviously and very blatantly. And you don't have to believe me, right? Here's the, the government's own numbers on literacy, right? Over two thirds of eighth graders are below proficient in English and reading. The National Assessment of Educational Progress, the NAEP, which is called America's Report Card, reports that two thirds, get this, two-thirds of American eighth graders are not proficient in any core subject. Uh, by the time they're high school seniors, only one-third of high school seniors are proficient in reading. That's according to the 2009 uh, or excuse me, the 2019 National Assessment of Educational Progress Report, right? That's the nation's report card. Department of Education uh, tells you that. Now, um, a federal literacy study in 1993 found that half of American adults were either functionally illiterate in category one or just above that in category two. Terrible readers couldn't, you know, couldn't read anything important or understand it to save their lives. 50% uh, of Americans in the bottom two categories, right? The uh, NCES, National Assessment of Adult Literacy. 2003, same result. 
world, right? Uh, 50% of Americans are either illiterate or very, very close to it, so close that we might as well lump them in together. That's why Americans don't read books. That's why they don't read newspapers anymore, because they can't read as a direct result of this. Uh, the State Education Agency report in Washington, D.C., they found that in some areas, two-thirds of the adult residents are functionally illiterate, okay? Uh, it would be hard to overestimate the magnitude of this problem. I mean, we have been dumbed down in a way that the American people can't even imagine. And you, you obviously don't hear about this a lot, right? How many people do you know who would brag that they're incapable of reading properly? Not many, right? Hey guys, guess what? I can't read, look at me, right? People don't normally say that, but we have a crisis of epic proportions. This was deliberately engineered by the deep state and you can protect your children by making sure they're using a good phonics program like Alpha Phonics. Uh, Phyllis Schlafly put together a good phonics program. Uh, uh, my friend uh, Sue Dixon, uh, she's got an amazing phonics program. If your children are into music, it's the uh, Sing, Spell, write, Read, Write program. You can get that. Uh, lots of great phonics programs out there for people who are interested. But make sure that your children are getting a good phonics education so that they can read properly. And be careful also because a lot of programs that market themselves as phonics, my wife and I actually ordered some children. We opened it up and the very first page was the list of sites where they were supposed to read. Uh, supposed to memorize. This is in a phonics book, so be very careful. Again, I highly recommend Alpha Phonics. It's one that I've used. Nobody pays me anything to promote this. It's just a phenomenal tool that I've used with my children. You can download it for free online as a PDF. I'm Alex Newman. This is Behind the Deep State. Thanks again for watching. Make sure you like, share, subscribe. Get this out to your friends, especially people you know who have small children who might be at risk of being damaged with this quackery they use in the schools today. Uh, and uh, go to thenewamerican.com for a whole lot more content like this. If you want the, really the whole history of how this process took took place, uh, my good friend, uh, my good late friend and I, Sam Blumenfeld, wrote a whole book on this uh, called Crimes of the Educators. Probably half of this focuses on how they turned your children into illiterates. You can get that from uh, shopjbs.org. Again, please like, share, and subscribe because YouTube's not gonna let other people find this unless you pass it on to them. Thanks again and God bless.